Hey, we're Emily and Mel, licensed estheticians and co-founders of The Skin Distillery. Welcome to The Lounge, a show about two SD besties who will have a cocktail or two and converse about their journey in the treatment room. We're hoping our experiences can make you laugh, relate, or educate you on something you did not know. Today's episode topic is keys to success. Dun, dun, dun. Keys to success. Yeah. I am really excited about this episode. I am too. I can't wait to hear what you're going to tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So today's drink is something so fun. So I think Mel, you had seen this online initially, right? Okay. Yes. This brewery local here, Prize Prize. Brewery, um, was like sneak peeking this new brew that they were launching. And Emily and I are huge beer drinkers. Right. Um, And they were like, going to be available in the tap room, but also at liquor stores. And I sent her a picture of it. And I almost died because it is an Italian ice fruited smoothie sour. Yes. With raspberry, lime, and vanilla. Oh my gosh. It sounds so good. It literally says on the back of the can, evoking memories of ice cold cups of Italian ice. Hello. I'm like, um, I need this in my life. Um, and so it's saying it's a little more berry, vanilla, and sour focused um, for flavors on the back. It's kind of in between tart and sweet for the flavor profile. And um, it's a 6.2% alcohol. So, okay. Okay. I'm just going to crack it up and yes. we haven't tried it. We're like saving this I, real response on air and I'm, yeah. I'm have very high hopes for it. So the packaging is so beautiful it's too. so cute. And I, do you like sours? I love sours. Yeah. Sours are actually really good if done well. Oh, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. Tilt that cup, girl. You were definitely not a bartender. No. That's perfect. I did it like one time in my life. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Cup is tilted. Perfect. Okay. 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 Salute. Cheers. Ooh, that's good. It's really good. <gasps> okay, that's. Oh my gosh. I like. It's the perfect. I mean, it's a sour, but it's okay. But here's why I like it. So first, you're hit with the sour, but it's not like too overbearing, where it's like super, super tart. It's sour, but then like that note of vanilla, like cancels out the sour, and it's really creamy. Yeah, actually, that was a perfect description of it. Yeah. Okay, Prize Brewery. Okay. Um, this drink is available if you're in the Twin Cities. Oh my um, gosh, you guys, it's so good! Wow, Italian ice. Run and get it. They come in a four pack of like six of pint size, so they're um a sixteen ounce can. We split one because it's huge. Yeah. And this is really good. You need this. this Take summer. another sip, Mel. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen her get excited about beer. It's so good. It's really good. It's I like so it. It's so refreshing. Mm-hmm. Get this now. You need it this summer. It's really smooth. Run before it like sells out. Yeah, this is good, baby. All right. So on with the show, on Emily. On with the show. Okay. So today we are we're talking about keys to success. And I was kind of like going back and forth on what topic we should do for this episode and we had another thing in mind and then I just kept like kind of chewing on this like keys to success. What does that mean? And I think when I think of success for me personally, I think of a lot of different things, but 
that's the beauty of success in my opinion is that it's going to mean something different to every person. Exactly. And so the general definition when you Google it. Google baby. Of success is the accomplishment of an aim or purpose, which I think is really cool because I, I didn't look this. I literally just looked the definition up now. And when I was writing out the – um. The notes for this, that's kind of what I was leaning towards on what I thought success was. And so um, for me personally, I think success is all about how you live out your purpose. And so that's going to look different for every single individual, right? Mm-hmm. And so typically I think when you think of success like in a work environment, a lot of times people think that you're going to be the most successful when you find a job that you are passionate about. True. And I kind of have also been chewing on that. And I used to think that your job should be the thing that brings you the most joy and that your job should be something that you're the most passionate about. But as I get older, I don't necessarily know if that's true. I agree with that because there's a couple of things that I – like you know how much I love cooking. Yes. And I also always been pretty fitness person. Yes. But I was like, I never want to make something I love that much into my job. Exactly. It's like a different type of passion. Yes. And I think like if the if your job is the most fulfilling part of your life, I think there's going to be something off balance. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, yeah, I don't necessarily just subscribe to the thought that your job has to be the thing that brings you the most passion or joy. And I used to think that. I think – I mean, that's like kind of like a like – what's the word? Like an epiphany kind yes, of moment. Because yes. I think we all are trying to strive for that. And then you hit that and it takes away from either your relationship with your spouse or yes. your kids. And you're like, this is what I always wanted. But then you realize like the other parts that fulfill you are being like neglected. Absolutely. And, and again, some people, they they literally – that's like all they do and that's fine yes if that's what you really like want to do but I think you shelter yourself absolutely and okay when you think about like everyday conversation with people right you meet them you're just like small talking what's the first thing that they ask you what do you do it's very frustrating and I wonder why that is like this is just me and Mel just having a very raw conversation Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of notes going on right now no but I'm just like why Why do we as a society define who we are by what we do for a living? Yeah, it it, it seems actually kind of – and I think it's honestly more of an American thing than it is – Yes. I think certain European countries don't say that. They they work to live, not live to work. Yeah. Whereas And and that's been kind of like culturally ingrained into us. And I think you're seeing a shift in that. Like people are realizing like – they want to work remotely. They want to have more vacation time. Like uh, the next Absolutely. generation is starting to realize like, no, we're not going to work like 65 hours a week for you. Like we want to enjoy our lives also. Like Absolutely. we could die tomorrow. Yes. And life is too short to be so wrapped up in that. And I mean, I think that is one positive thing that came out of COVID was this shift in how people are working every day. Yeah. And hopefully people don't forget because people seem to do that really well also. Exactly. And go back to what is what the, what they knew. Yes. Where instead of embracing the change, mm-hmm. it's it's easier to just stick with what is comfortable. Yeah. 
And I think that, um, yeah, that is definitely one positive thing that has come out of COVID. Yeah. I, this is like a really, like Emily didn't really share much about the episode with mm-hmm. me. So I'm kind of like probably processing like along. processing along yeah. to like my own yeah. thoughts and beliefs. As I've, I mean, like I really enjoy what I do. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Obviously it's changed. Yeah. I've changed careers and I really enjoyed makeup and then I realized I didn't really enjoy makeup anymore. And exactly. um, change is going to be inevitable. Mm-hmm. I hate this word. You know, I never can say it right. Yeah. Inevitable. You no, know, you said it. You did it. <laughs> I did it. Um, And so I just like for me, as I get older, for me, success, I don't want to say it's my career per se. For me, success is having financial freedom. It's good. To travel and to be in a loving and supportive relationship, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like with really good communication with yep. with my spouse, with my family, with my friends, mm-hmm. um, that to me is more important. I I also do need a job that excites me and makes stimulates and it, it you. stimulates me, and I, I think I'm in that role right now. And I mean, we're already talking about bigger and different things for 2023. Mm-hmm. I get bored very easily. It's the Aquarius in me. Yeah, like I'm like on to the next, and Emily is always along for the ride. Always, I love it. <laughs> um, so I think because we are our own business, we do have the opportunity to maybe be faster at changing what we want. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it's easier doesn't mean it doesn't come with more financial risk. Right. Um, yeah, I think success for me would definitely, to me, like the biggest word that comes to mind is financial freedom. I want to do that. what I want to do, but I also, there is like a cap, right? Like, yeah, I could work three more days a month and like bring in X amount of dollars, but is that, is that like burning me out to then I'm not doing, I'm like hating my job, mm-hmm. you know, like, was that really worth it? Exactly. No. Exactly. And I think that's where like that balance comes in of like, what does, you know, what does balance in life look like? Because I think a lot of people can find financial freedom, but they're hate their job. They hate their job. They are working all the time. You think of some of these top paid people in the world. I mean, when I think of the people in my life who make the most money, they're workaholics. Yeah. And that's not healthy either. It's not healthy either. And so I think <clears throat> Finding a job that you love, I think that that's truly a, a gift. And not that, everybody's going to have that in life. And that's okay. Yes. And that's where you should just work to live. Yes. Like, you know what? Maybe you don't love your job, but it's maybe, maybe it's like pays pretty well and it's pretty flexible or like you can kind of come and go. Like sometimes you have to pick your battles. Mm-hmm. And then you have the other extreme though, where like I think of – My mom, for example, we have conversations about this all the time. So she works in um, the assisted living arena of life Mm -hmm. and COVID just literally has wiped her out. So this was a job that burned out, burned out. Yes, she this was a job that she used to love so much and it would she would wake up every day feeling like I'm so excited to go to work. But it has kind of come to a point where she no longer loves what she does. I ask her every day, like, mom, how was work? It's okay, And she says, when I say, okay, that means it's a good day. Yeah. And I don't, and she's not the only industry. No. Teachers, every teacher yes. I've talked to this year has literally said they've had the worst students. Yes. Like, because obviously these kids didn't have structure for X, you know, and they're mm-hmm. like, it's a lot for them to handle emotionally. So they're rebelling. Yep. So teachers are feeling strained. Yep. And um, nurses, 
are really feeling strained as well. Yep. I just obviously a lot of our like huge providers, nurses, school teachers, people that take care of our parents, the elderly, yep. like these are all very important jobs mm-hmm. people need to do. And I think yep. as a society, we kind of need to relook at like where who should be really getting paid for what they Absolutely. do. Absolutely. And with that, also like if your job is killing your purpose, you need to just you need to leave. Walk away. Because no amount of money is worth your soul leaving you. Exactly. And so I think it all kind of comes down to like really awareness, self-awareness. And um, again, just knowing like if you have a job that you love, like that should not be taken for granted because (laughs) not everyone is in that ability, I suppose, either to just like walk away. Yeah. You might have more responsibilities. Yeah. Mortgage payments, a family member to take care of. And we all sometimes have to like buckle Mm -hmm. down. Yep. But maybe tell yourself it's temporary. Right. I think also too, like I heard the other day, which was a really good point. You mentioned COVID mm-hmm. causes people to change. Like yeah. they decide I'm done. I want to live life or I want to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I lost my sister and I think that also puts kind of – and I don't wish this upon anybody, mm-hmm. but anybody that's an entrepreneur that I've talked to that's lost somebody very close to them, it's like you're fulfilled with more like I could die tomorrow and I want to do the best I can do every day. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of have a little lead in your ass and like – yeah. It's not something I would wish on anybody, but I just, again, like don't let life, something horrible in life happen to you for you to make a change. Right. That's really good. Mm -hmm. Because at that point, it's like it shouldn't have to take something so extreme. It shouldn't have to take something Mm -hmm. so extreme. But oftentimes it does. My change happened before something extreme happened and then the extreme happened Right. right in that transition. And it was a reminder of like you're doing what you should be doing. Yes. So, and I think too, like, I think a lot of times people let fear hold them back from actually walking to whatever success looks like for them. What people think of them. What people think, the fear of the unknown. Um, And those are the things that you have to literally speak out loud to and say, no, I'm not going to partner with fear. Mm -hmm. I am going to walk in confidence that even though I do not know what is ahead, I have to make a choice that is right for me, that allows me to operate in health, that allows me to um, be a part of the things that matter most in life, which whatever those things are for you, for Mel and I, it's family, it's friends, it's – We like – I mean, this summer, not having weddings and being able to – take off Fridays and go up like travel to up north travel to Wausau Wisconsin to visit my dad like mm-hmm. that has been really nice because I feel like the x amount of years I've really missed out on a lot of family stuff so many things I think about all of the summers we Mel and I for those that don't know we were makeup artists for eight years <laughs> eight plus years and devoted our... I just got a request recently and I was like oh my god no. same yesterday on Instagram I said absolutely not good luck to you Sorry. <laughs> so we had been doing weddings you know Every weekend. Every weekend. And in the summer, weekends are just like precious in Minnesota because the weather is finally warm and it's like three months. Oop, Mel's going in for some more. We're getting – this is a really deep episode. It it is. I know. Um, We need a little liquid courage here. Italian ice. (laughs) So – and, you know, sometimes when you're in the moment, you're thinking, yes, the grind. I'm doing this for my future. I'm, you know, like – Temporarily, that's fine. That's fine. But when you're burnt 
out and you are like not enjoying not enjoying it like I think of the jobs that have sucked the life out of me makeup is one of them and that's very weird to think of because how much we loved it we were invested like it was a joy at one point and then it was not for me anyways I kind of I think Emily and I were and it wasn't it's not the people it's not no it was just it wasn't fulfilling us anymore. It exactly. didn't serve us anymore. Yes. And and you, that's when you have to walk away. And I think that is success. Also, being able to walk away. And this could be not something. only work, but like realizing like we're going to have this conversation. Yes. What's not serving us anymore? We need to offload some responsibility to a virtual assistant yes. because I'm feeling bogged down. Yes. And that is there's, – there's some like – I guess maybe not fear, but just like letting go like of control. Yeah. And, I, you know, I love cleaning my house. I, I Cleaning to me is a stress reliever. But you know what? I don't have as much time anymore. Letting that go. Have somebody once a month come and do a deep clean. Yes. Like, you know, maybe if you hit your job and you're working a ton, start offloading some things that yes. maybe you can offload. Have somebody literally grocery shop for you and drop your grocery stuff at your yes. door. Have like – somebody clean your house mm-hmm. because, because peace is priceless that's one thing that i was talking to one of my best friends about the other day i'm like do you have peace is there like is the, are the choices that you're making in life bringing you peace or is it bringing you confusion or stress because yeah. something might be like a good thing but mm-hmm. if it's bringing you negativity don't partner with it and you know it might have served you for it served you for a while yes but now you have to let it go yes exactly So with that being said, should we take a quick little break? Yeah. And then when we come back, what are the things that we're going to touch on? We're going to touch base on – I have a British accent now. (laughs) Give her her Italian ice. I thought you'd go Italian. You went British. I don't know. This just came out, you guys. Cheers. We're going to talk about how to prevent burnout, um, different mistakes that we've made that have actually kind of um, allowed us to grow into further success, and what it looks like just to like find your passion. Yeah, I love that. Okay. All right, we'll be back. Hey, guys. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. We would love to also hear from you via our voice memo. Yes, leave us a message. If you have some questions or some dish, like traumatic stories if you're an esthetician with other clients or traumatic stories of your skin, we would love to hear it. Yes. <laughs> and and we'll listen to it live on, on the podcast. Yeah. So why not? Give a little little voice message, subscribe, share on your Instagram stories. Make sure to leave us a review because that really also helps and um, other listeners finding us, other estheticians and other people that love skin and just love listening to us talk. Yes, the more the merrier. So get on that, everybody. And we're back. Hello, everybody. The the <laughs> accent is back. I don't know what it is. She's drinking Italian ice. It should be Italian. <laughs> She'll be like, Mamma mia. I, I can't do the Italian accent. I don't know why. It just furnishes the, the way I go. It was kind of like British and Aussie mixed together. Yeah, it is. It's like a hybrid. Don't feel bad. When I was in Europe my second time backpacking, mm. I would get drunk and then start like having this weird accent. And people were it's like, a thing. it's a thing. Yeah. I'm into it. Okay, great. so So going on that how to prevent burnout yes so we did kind of touch on it a little bit a little bit yeah so I think you know obviously like there's professional burnout and personal burnout yeah like if you're a mom and doing all these errands your mom has a running her own business and has children to take care of and a husband to take care of and a house to take care of and other people to take care of like 
I mean, I don't have kids yet and I'm like, I feel stretched and mm. I'm just like, how do people do this without going like, how do people, you can't be successful at everything. Right. If, right. When you're spreading yourself so thin. So I think the biggest way to prevent burnout is forcing and allowing yourself like you time. Yes. And that could be once a month, you always get a facial mm. or once a month, you always get a massage, you know, or get a mm-hmm. nails done. Like something yep. that's like for you. Yep. Or even if it's like, Let's say you can't do any of those things, but you are just able to like be by yourself and go to a park <laughs> or literally watch a whole series of Netflix, binge watch some TV for a half day. Like yes. you deserve that. And whatever your me time for you is, like take it up and like own it. Because if I don't have me time, aka alone time, mm-hmm. I am not a good person. Right. And my alone time for me, Emily knows, is like me going for a bike ride. Like my mm-hmm. perfect day mm-hmm. is like me going for a bike ride, me getting a little bit of like weightlifting in, mm-hmm. um, maybe picking up a good coffee or having a fun cocktail, mm-hmm. um, watching some shit TV or reading a book. Yeah. Those are that that kind of just brings me back to life. Mm-hmm. I would say my my ideal day is very similar. Yeah. And so again, like we need those. We're human. Mm-hmm. We need to decompress. I think it's showing up for yourself. Yes. So making you a priority. Now, again, that doesn't make you selfish. That doesn't mean that you're not putting other people, you know, for like your children, your husband, who like if you're a caregiver, ter- caretaker, like it, it doesn't matter. Like you need to still have time for yourself in order to give to the people in your life. Yeah. And if you're not, I've got a handful of clients that are entrepreneurs as well and they run themselves thin mm-hmm. and we've all been there if you're an entrepreneur and um, you think you have, you can't say no to anything. You have to be available all the time. And guess what? It burns you out. Yep. It doesn't make you a good person to your family, to your friends, mm-hmm. to yourself. Mm-hmm. And so again, like that's what I'm saying. Like you need to schedule, you need to take care of your body. Mm-hmm. So like whether it's like I need to lock an hour a day for like working out mm-hmm. or literally just maybe watching a TV show or whatever that may be mm-hmm. to help replenish your soul a little bit is what you, you need to do it. Absolutely. I think another thing, um, another way to prevent burnout is learn how to say no. And Emily has no problem saying no. No, I do not. <laughs> I do. Morgan Crow also does her and I always are like always the last ones at the studio. And we're like, that yes. bitch, Emily's out already. And I'm like <laughs> jealous. But Emily, Morgan, I'm like, we just, we just want that money. But then we're like, mm-hmm. but I'm also wanting to be home. Exactly. And that's the thing. So it's like sometimes when I'm put into those situations where I'm like someone's asking me to stay later or, you know, will I do it? Yes, sometimes I will. Or sometimes I'll come in early. But I always have to ask myself, like, is this amount of money worth it to me today? Yes or no? Yeah. And I guess there's not really a right or wrong answer, but you have to kind of figure that out for yourself. So some weeks, yeah, I will commit to staying later. Sometimes I don't want to. Yeah. I think saying no is key. Mm-hmm. I think not overbooking yourself too, which can be hard. But like, I know a handful of people that are like, they work, and then they go, they have to meet their friends mm-hmm. here, and then they have to be in this like mm-hmm. baseball camp, and, they, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, right? Say no, right? Exactly. You don't need to do. You don't. Don't worry about FOMO because you are Correct. not gonna be missing out on anything. No. So if if you are staying later in the studio that day, like this, I have learned my lesson. I cannot do things with friends after work. On I don't. Long days. I don't. Yeah, I cannot do it. And so if I'm in, you know, till seven. 
or past seven, I'm not, I'm going home. Yeah. On shorter days, I have like my Tuesdays, those are shorter days. And those are the times that I hang with friends in the evening because Mm -hmm. it's work life balance. Yeah. I, again, I mean, it seems like common sense, but I think it's a reminder to tell yourself it's okay to take yes. time for yourself. It's okay to say no. And honestly, it's not going to make you lose any more money because here's why. When you're a better person, somehow like the universe mm-hmm. brings things back to you. Yes. When you're not, it doesn't. And if you've been in the industry like Emily and I have, there's something about being a makeup artist and I, I've heard actors say the same thing. If they, they're worried about saying no because they're worried then it will like chain an event like having a chain reaction that will have like no more work right and that's not the case it's not true and but we fight that battle yes. mentally mentally mm-hmm. um and lastly to prevent burnout offload yes offload yes so like if you hate if you hate doing laundry offload that yep. like if you like i i do enjoy cleaning my house but like i realize like i just am like, why am I spending my one afternoon off cleaning for four hours? Right. You know, um, realizing to let go. We've been, mm-hmm. we've, I've been spending more money and just having groceries delivered, which, yeah, is like to me kind of a waste of money because I'm like, oh my God, that's like the but delivery but, plus the tip. But that's, but that's my hour of time. Exactly. And that's why we have the job that we do isn't, is because we, we are able to make a certain amount of money in, in order mm-hmm. to have those luxuries. Yeah. So like, and it's okay. I think sometimes I train your brain. Yes. And they, I think there's like, shame is such like a a gross thing, a gross part of life. Like there's shame in having money. There's shame in not having money. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, it's okay that we make this amount of money to be able to do these things. And also like, I think Emily and I are adjusting too. It's like we had an income and now it's changed drastically. And so like, I think my mindset's still like in that, like how I grew up, Mm -hmm. like with less money. And like, it's just like, you're like, feel a little like I think anybody's gonna have this like whoa like I feel like like I shouldn't it like an imposter almost yeah yeah and it's not financially hurting us to do that now again like if there was like we're in a lot of debt and we're like right. obviously I would go pick up my own groceries yes but I'm saying, smart but like honestly like the last like lately when we come back on Sundays we're riding back from being out of town Jeremy's driving. I'm on my phone having Target or one of the apps literally deliver my food because it takes off so much stress for mm-hmm. me. So offloading personal and professional, Absolutely. virtual assistants, um, whatever other things that you could possibly do if you run your own business. Yep. And just um, allow space for the things that bring you joy to be in your life. Yeah. Because it will. if you can work on things that bring you more joy, you're yep. going to make more money anyway. Exactly. Because you're giving joy to people. Yeah. And you're allowing yourself to be the best you, which – allows other people to be their best selves 100 yeah love it i do too it's that's a that was a good good moment good chat (laughs) um okay so another thing too to remember is that mistakes are a part of life oh my god we're not always going to get it right sometimes our mistakes are what bring us to our purpose Mm -hmm. what bring us to that success and so don't let the mistakes or the what ifs or the woulda, shoulda, coulda or the fear even keep you from like moving forward. Mm-hmm. Own the things that maybe weren't right or like the mishaps that have happened and say thank you for that and then let it go and move forward into whatever is next, right? Yep. 
So I would love to hear one of your examples and then I'll share a personal and a professional one for me. Okay. So I always say like, I kind of like toy around with the idea of like, okay, are regrets like, do I I have regrets? Regrets or regrets? Regrets. (laughs) (laughs) Like, do I have regrets? Do I not? I think maybe, but I think if I had to like pick a regret, it probably would be, or a mistake would probably be going to college, going to Bethel, mm-hmm. which is like a private school in Minnesota. And um, it did lead me to where I am. Yep. So I can be thankful for that. And I think that's kind of where I landed is like, that was probably not the wisest decision that I've made because it brought me a lot of debt and it wasn't a good time for me. And um. I was aimless. I had no idea what I was doing. You had no goal. No. And we saw girls like that when we went to SC school. Yeah. I thought I was doing what everyone else was doing and that was what I should have been doing. Mm -hmm. But in reality, I just was kind of like, I was still just like a kid and I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. And so I wish I would have listened to more of my parents' advice about like going to a cheaper college, take time to figure it out. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, that mistake or that regret I don't even know if it is a mistake or a regret because it led me to where I am. Yeah. I think – I mean, that's life. Like, the choices you make lead you sometimes into better situations or worse situations, but you don't – that's life. You don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't know COVID was going to happen. Like, right. you don't – you can't predict the future. Yeah. If we all could, we would make a lot better decisions, right? Exactly. But you take what you've learned and you – Grow. Grow. And that's how you become successful. Versus dwelling on it. Yes, exactly. And I think that's the root of success is, like, learning from your mistakes, learning from the choices that you wish you would have made differently. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I would say, okay, professionally, like – I had been working um, as an account executive in Eau Claire and I just um, I was doing very, really well there. And I just felt like this opportunity came to move to Duluth and um, I moved there for like kind of the same role, but with a different company. I hated it up there. I hated it so fucking much. And I was really good at my job, but I hated it. And the reason like I basically hit rock bottom with how I felt and I had gone on this trip to Europe with my sister and I had this realization that I didn't want to be doing what I was doing anymore. And she gave me the wisdom to like quit my job and I moved to the States to go back to school to be a makeup artist. And here's where I'm like, I kicked myself in the butt for taking this job in Duluth because I just was so unhappy up there. But if I wouldn't have did that, I would have been in Eau Claire. I would have been doing really well at that job. I probably would have started hitting numbers that I would have been like hard to like walk away from, which I already was like kind of there. And I probably would have been offered more like opportunities within the company that would have been made it harder to leave. Mm -hmm. And I think me leaving the safety net of my close friends in Eau Claire and that close, really awesome employment, like I love my employees and my coworkers and going somewhere where I was like alone Hmm. was kind of like I had this realization of like really I got to kind of really I had a lot more alone time too because I didn't have as many people to hang out with. And I had like this more deeper realization of who I was and what I wanted. And I don't think I ever had that until then. Hmm. So like, yeah, I like still kicked myself from moving to Luth, but like it was the best thing ever because I would not be here with Emily if I hadn't done that. So like, yeah, like, and that was like a year and a half up there. It wasn't like a quick little thing. Mm -hmm. And like, it, it was a very not great time. And that's professional for me, but like personal, I think a lot of people can relate. Like 
past relationships. Like I had a really horrible boyfriend mm-hmm. in my 20s, like the worst. Um, and if you're a good friend of mine, you know the I name. Can, it, yep. Mm-hmm. I was I'm everybody, not say it. everybody knows it. Uh, there's an inside joke about him reading the newspaper and not wanting to hang out with me. Um, so stupid. He's such a douche. But the best thing about that relationship was is when you are with somebody that's manipulative or doesn't like treat you well. When you finally find someone that does, you like take it, you don't take it for granted. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's easy a lot of times when we're in a really good relationship to like maybe walk over somebody and maybe not treat them as well. Cause you think like, oh, like everybody will treat me like this. Mm -hmm. No, they, they, no, no, they they will not. Trust me. I've been on a lot of dates and I've been with a handful of guys (laughs) and they will not. And so, um, but that's I, not on you. That's no. their problem. And that's growing. Yep. Obviously, we're all young. But I think the best thing from that, again, is I know that the relationship I'm in now with my husband, like, mm-hmm. he is amazing. And I really appreciate him because I don't think I would appreciate him as much as I do without mm-hmm. realizing how shitty some people can be. Yeah. But I don't want some, I don't wish this upon anybody. <laughs> right. And like you looking back, you're always like, oh, I should have walked away like so much oh my earlier God. than I did. And look, I was like thinking like now if I dated somebody that treated me that way, I'd be like gone in Bye. two days. And like, I'm like, oh my God. But mm-hmm. that's youth, youth being young, mm-hmm. being naive. That's part of growing up. Are. Yeah. You don't really know who you are and it takes time. Mm-hmm. And it takes mistakes. It takes mistakes. Mm-hmm. Mistakes are good. Exactly. So with that being said, Emily, how are we going to wrap this up? I think just, hmm, I would say find your passion, protect your peace. Find your why. Find your why and never settle for things that take those things away. Yeah. I think that's perfect. Yeah. So cheers. Cheers. Cheers to success. Yes.